I got up this morning and I was sent a piece of audio from a friend of of the Forgotten Man. If you're a long-term listener uh, of this program, you remember Amity Schles, and she wrote a book called The Forgotten Man, and it was all about the Great Depression. And The Forgotten Man is the guy in the middle. The government is talking about the poor, and they, they want to help the poor. And so the, the government is person A, the poor is person C. And person A, the government, says we have to help person C, so we're going to take money from person B and give it to person C. And A and C are fine. The forgotten man, person B, they are crushed by this weight. And that's what happened with Obamacare. The government said, we want to help people who don't have money. And they promised person B, you're going to get $2,500 back. Because person B was like, wait, I like my doctor, I like my health care, and I'm barely holding on as it is. Don't worry, said person A. You'll keep your doctor, you'll keep your health church, and you're going to get $2,400, $2,500 back every year. Well, they did it. Now person C has it. Person A has power. But person B is being crushed. The forgotten man. You need to hear the audio that I heard this morning. And then what we're going to do about it. We begin right now. Entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I got up this morning, I heard this audio, and I sent it to my entire staff. I also sent it to a few friends in the media on the left uh, with a little dissertation. This is why we're having problems in the country. This is who is not being heard. This audio is from WMAL, a radio station in Washington, D.C. Listen to this. Alan in Southern Maryland, you're on WMAL. Go, Alan. I'm sick of the Donald Trump stuff, all the Trump stuff. I'm one of, I consider myself one of the forgotten men and women. I'm worried about job creation. I'm worried about tax cuts. I need more money. I'm living paycheck to paycheck. They just cut off my cable bill. I'm rubbing two nickels together. My girl can't find a job to help me. We're out here struggling. And these people don't get it. I mean, they really don't get it. I don't have money. I mean, I'm cutting back on my medicine, my groceries. She can't find a job. Do you feel like the president, Alan, do you think, do you feel like the president is, is keeping his head down and doing what he promised to do to try to help you and other Americans like you? Do you think he's... If they let him do it and give him a chance, yeah. they're fighting him every step of the way. We need help out here. We've been struggling for years under Obama, and he's he had the right message. That's we we murdered him in because of that. And we, we need tax cuts. I need a couple extra dollars on my paycheck every week. We need jobs. 
Thanks, Alan. We need Trump and these, these liberal, the press and all this. They need to get off of that. And think about us. I sat here putting boots on every day, getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning, going to work, and trying to provide for our families. And it's hard. I love you, Larry. Thank Bye. you, Alan. You see, we look at people in Washington, D.C. and in the media centers of New York. We look at people as Republicans or Democrats. We look at them as the rich or the oppressed. We forget about the people who are putting their boots on every day and getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning just trying to make ends meet who have played by the rules their entire life. The media paid attention to people who wanted free phones. You, you got Obama phone? Yes, everybody in Cleveland, low minority, got Obama phone. Keep Obama in president, you know? You the media the paid attention to people who wanted Obama cash. This week, here's a portion of line for Obama. Where's it coming from? Obama. Where's it coming from? Obama money. Where's it money? What kind of money? Line for Obama. Okay, so obviously a poor cut of that. Um, Obama cash. When asked where did that money come from, she said, "I don't, I don't know." Obama's stash. They paid attention to the plight quote, in air quotes, of the Occupy Wall Street crowd that really, they weren't oppressed. They were people going to Columbia University. They listened to those people, but they weren't listening to the people who eight years ago were struggling, and they were struggling under George W. Bush as well. People who haven't had a raise since 9-11. And these people have played by the rules. These people were out among us. As Tea Party people saying, this economy is going to collapse. This can't continue to go this way. Stop. Create jobs. The government doesn't create jobs. And now they're not listening to reason anymore because they are so far underwater a drowning man will push a lifeguard underneath the water that you can't reason with a drowning man nobody listened to them and this argument back and forth look it's important I think this is a danger. What, what's going on in our country right now in Washington is a danger to the republic on about 40 different levels. The Democrats and the media do have a seemingly abnormal hatred towards Donald Trump. I can't control the media. You can't control the media. We can't control the Democrats. We can't control the Republicans. We can't control our neighbors. We can only control ourselves. And when we get into the position of Larry, we can't even control ourselves. We are working so hard just to make sure our children have food on the table. 
There's, we can't handle anymore. I'm not loyal to the GOP. I'm not, I'm not loyal to, I'm not loyal to Donald Trump or Barack Obama or Ronald Reagan. I am loyal to the things that will protect my children, that will help my children, will help me feed my children, educate my children. I have deep loyalty to the neighbors and the friends who, like Larry, are doing everything they can to keep their head above water. It's why we started. I get it today for the very first time why five years ago I heard build the framework of hope and I didn't even understand it. Until today, I didn't really understand it. I understood it in a mathematical way. I understood it in an intellectual way. I knew what was coming. I've been warning you what is coming, but Larry is already feeling it. It's why when we started Mercury One and we have the labor of love, I've been saying, please go help your neighbors. Please go find the people in your own neighborhood. They have to know somebody hears them. Somebody sees them. My grandparents were not wealthy. But my grandparents, my grandfather, never telling my grandmother, would take his lunch of, and if I heard it one more time, I was going to explode as a kid, lard sandwiches. All they had was lard. Grandma would make bread, and she would put lard on it, and he would eat lard sandwiches. They, didn't, they couldn't afford butter. They couldn't afford anything. So she would make bread, and that was his meal. And my grandfather, during the Depression, was actually going to work and giving it to people who didn't even have a lard sandwich. And he would skip his lunch. That's who we are. That's, those are the roots where we came So now how do we how do we help Larry? The first thing we do is remember what the 912 project was about. We're not alone. You're not alone, Larry. There are people that hear you. We who are not in Larry's situation need to figure out a way to help Larry. And the help is not going to come from Washington. What happens to Larry? God forbid that the stock market finally takes the tumble that we all know it's going to do. It can't go this way forever. And I'm sorry, but anybody who tells you that the stock market, look at the stock market. A, who cares about the stock market except those who have so much money that they've got it from the the Fed, from the discount window that doesn't mean anything anymore. And they've invested it in their own company stock to inflate the price of their own stock so they have a golden parachute. Let me tell you who cares about the stock market. Anybody who's worked their whole life and has a pension, and were lied to by the unions and the politicians. 
all the cops, all the firemen, all the teachers, they care about the stock market. They've played by the rules. And when the stock market comes down and their pensions can't be paid, then what happens? We all have to be prepared to voluntarily share what we have. Not some government coming in and taking it and taking 70% of every dollar so the fat cats can get rich. Those of us who are not in Larry's situation need to hear him, need to find him in our own lives, need to understand that most likely there are millions of Larry's who will fight you on Donald Trump and fight you on, on Russia because they're flailing, they're drowning. And if we stop and listen to them, perhaps we can get to where he was. We can actually hear what's, what's underneath that. What's happening in your life? What's happening? How can I help? There's something else we can do. Something you never heard coming from Glenn Beck before. Let's make America great again. Let me tell you what we actually can do when we come back. The Glenn Beck Program. 888 back. So on um, WMAL, a guy named Larry called. And I, uh, sorry, Alan. It was on the Larry show, and his name was Alan, and he called. And I want you to listen to his call one more time. Alan in Southern Maryland, you're on WMAL. Go, Alan. I'm sick of the Donald Trump stuff, all the Trump stuff. I'm one of, I consider myself one of the forgotten men and women. I'm worried about job creation. I'm worried about tax cuts. I need more money. I'm living paycheck to paycheck. They just cut off my cable bill. I'm rubbing two nickels together. My girl can't find a job to help me. We're out here struggling. And these people don't get it. I mean, they really don't get it. I don't have money. I mean, I'm cutting back on my medicine, my groceries. She can't find a job. Do you feel like the president, Alan, do you think, do you feel like the president is, is keeping his head down and doing what he promised to do to try to help you and other Americans like you? Do you think he's... If they let him do it and give him a chance, yeah. they're fighting him every step of the way. We need help out here. We've been struggling for years under Obama, and he's he had the right message. That's, we, we murdered him in because of that. And we, we need tax cuts. I need a couple extra dollars of my paycheck every week. We need jobs. Thanks, Alan. We need Trump. And these, these liberal, the press and all this, they need to get off of that. And think about us that's out here putting our boots on every day, getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning, going to work, and trying to provide for our families. And it's hard. I love you, Larry. Thank Bye. you, Alan. Hey, I just, I just this, this, his voice will haunt me all day. And what he said will haunt me all day. And... I wrote a, an email to some friends in the press who are on the right and, and to my company, and I said, let his voice haunt you all day. 
Everything we need to know is in that call. You'll notice what he, he's not even, he, he doesn't even care. We can't even get him to a place where he wants to talk about Russia. And he's not talking about, you know, these damn Mexicans. He's just saying, I, I need tax cuts. I need tax cuts. I'm cutting down on my medicine. This is not somebody who is protesting Occupy Wall Street saying, I can't pay my, my, my tuition for Columbia University. Remember when the media was paying attention to them and we were like, who promised anyone a Columbia University education? This guy is saying, I'm cutting back on my medicine. This is the guy that the liberals were saying they were going to help with Obamacare. No, because he doesn't fit in that. He's the guy you've taken money from. He's the guy who's had a 140% increase on his Obamacare premium. So now how do we fix this? You know, Jimmy Carter supporters had exactly the same reaction when Ronald Reagan said, let's make America great again. See, that, that was a Ronald Reagan phrase. Let's make America great again. And what did the Clinton, or I'm sorry, what did the Carter supporters say? The exact same thing as Hillary Clinton supporters. America's already great. Well, it didn't feel like it then, and it doesn't feel like it now. So how do we make America great again? Well, first, let's go back to Ronald Reagan and what Ronald Reagan, how he said, let's make America great. And then the path forward, how we do that. Also coming up in 30 minutes, the one, the only Bill O'Reilly. Back in a minute. Mercury. The Glenn Beck Program. And those in leadership give us tax increases and tell us we must also do with less. Have they thought about those who've always had less? especially the minorities. This is like telling them that just as they step on that first rung of the ladder of opportunity, the ladder is being pulled out from under them. That may be the democratic leadership's message to the minorities, but it won't be our message. Ours Ours will be, we have to move ahead, but we're not going to leave anyone behind. Thanks to the economic policies of the Democratic Party, millions of Americans find themselves out of work. Millions more have never even had a fair chance to learn new skills, hold a decent job, or secure for themselves and their families across the 
a share in the prosperity of this nation. It's time to put America back to work, to make our cities and towns make our cities and towns resound with the confident voices of men and women of all races, nationalities, and faiths, bringing home to their families a paycheck they can cash for honest money. For those without skills, we'll find a way to help them get new skills. For those without job opportunities, we'll stimulate new opportunities, particularly in the inner cities where they live. For those who've abandoned hope, we'll restore hope and we'll welcome them into a great national crusade to make America great again. A great national crusade to make America great again. So how can we do that? With Donald Trump fighting the press, tweeting the press, antagonizing the press, and the press knowing what we know about the press, doing what they do, knowing that we could have run John F. Kennedy Jr. and they would have painted him as a monster. What can we do? May I suggest we spit ourselves out of this mess, this back and forth of yes, he did, no, he didn't, yes, he did, no, he didn't, doesn't matter, yes, it does, no, it doesn't, yes, it does. It's a nightmare. And it's going to do to our society the same, the same things that it did to our society in the 1990s. It made us more callous, it made us more divided, and the unknown repercussions weren't known for at least 10 years. With the Democrats and the Trump administration so distracted right now, now's the perfect time to actually get something done. Let them scream about collusion. Let them scream about treason. Let them scream about, it's okay, we all would have done it. Whatever they want to say. Meanwhile, Why don't the people who are always the ones who actually make the difference in the country, why don't we focus on demanding that Congress finally do what they say? Congress is afraid of you. Congress won't come out against Donald Trump right now. You see it. They're all on television now, kind of supporting Donald Trump, but not really. Why? Because they're afraid of you. Good. Let's tell them you should be afraid of us because we'll vote you out unless you pass tax cuts. President Trump will sign it. You put it on his desk. He's going to sign it. Pass tax cuts. I don't care about Obamacare reform. I care about reforming the insurance industry. Giving real insurance a chance to work to lower our cost. I actually care about the people who actually are struggling. The ones who are like Alan on that phone call. Who are actually saying to themselves, I can't afford this medicine. When my daughter came home who has cerebral palsy and seizures and says, Dad... Our insurance no longer covers my medicine, and it's $3,000 a month. What is she supposed to do? 
What am I supposed to do? I'm in a very blessed situation currently that nobody's in. God forbid dad had lost his job. What pays for her medicine? She was raised in a family that doesn't take handouts, doesn't take government charity. She must have the medicine. So does Alan. So does the woman down your street. The members of Congress are in a very blessed situation. They get everything covered. They got a problem? No problem. For the rest of their life. Demand that they repeal Obamacare and then get off the backs and stop with the regulations that are driving the cost of health care through the roof. A 140% increase after Obamacare because of Obamacare is unacceptable. We need to let them know that while the focus is on Donald Jr. and Russia, pass it. Pass it. Reform health insurance and pass tax cuts because those of us who have businesses who are struggling, if you give us a tax cut, we will create new jobs. Make it clear to Congress that they work for us. We demand that they get this done. You see, we've been convinced that we shouldn't call them, that they won't do anything. I've been convinced in the last week they're so afraid of the Donald Trump voter and they think turning against him on Russia is going to hurt. They're afraid of Donald Trump turning on them because he'll unleash you on them. That's a proxy war. You're nobody's proxy. You have the power. Call Congress. Pass tax cuts now. I don't care what's happening with Russia. I don't care what's happening. You're going to solve that and it's going to take you a year. But in that year, we struggle and nobody, nobody creates a job. Tax cuts now. Take action or forget about Donald Trump. No matter what Donald Trump tells us to do, we'll vote your ass out. We want the border secured. It is, it's astonishing to me that the most powerful and innovative nation in history can't do something as basic and as necessary as secure our border, pass a tax cut so our corporations are not paying the highest taxes in the world. You know, Germany just reported they're not having a hard time finding really high-skilled workers in Germany because the Americans are answering the jobs. Americans are saying, move me over to Germany and I'll take the job. Stop caving in, Congress, to income inequality. It's Marxist rhetoric. Do what Reagan did. Lower the taxes and spark the economy. There are 320 million of us. There's only 545 of them. It's time to remind them who's in charge. And gee, 2018 is right around the corner. 
That's how our country works. We put them in place to do our work, not the other way around. We don't vote for them so they can pass laws, so then we do their bidding. For too long now, we've been beaten down, believing we don't matter, that your voice doesn't count, that we can't do anything. It's a lie. Tucker Carlson was on two nights ago talking about American exceptionalism and American values and poo-pooing them. Come on, we all know that the, that that's pretty much a Frank Capra dream and, and everybody does it. Bullcrap. Don't you listen to that. What Frank Capra tells us in his movies, it's a wonderful life. In his movies, Mr. Smith goes to Washington. That's true in its spirit. As long as we demand that it is true, as long as we keep it alive. Look, here's a great thing. We have a window of opportunity here. The media is falling all over themselves. They're not paying attention to anything else. This is the greatest watch-the-other-hand misdirection I've ever seen come our way. They are foaming at the mouth right now about Donald Jr. And in the meantime, Congress is doing nothing. What are you, crazy? Now is the time to go, Congress. And I want you to hear me. The last decade has been tough, and it is going to be tough. It's only going to get tougher, and it's going to get frustrating. You bet. But I believe, most Americans believe in the idea of what makes America great is not a leader. What makes America great is the neighbor down the street that finds out about another neighbor that is struggling and helps them. What makes America great is that we serve one another. You want a job on serving? Go here. Go to justserve.org. Go there now. This is a website put up with for one church by one church to help serve other churches, to help serve the Kiwanis Club and the person that is having, having a hard time and just needs their porch painted. You put in your zip code, it will show you all of the service projects all around your area. You want to serve? You want to be a part of the solution? Go to Mercury One. Help us on our projects. Help us, help us educate the next generation. You want to serve? Go to Labor of Love. Labor of Love USA on Facebook. Find out what they're doing. Start one yourself. Find the person that's struggling, who feels alone and not heard. They may disagree with you politically. They may even say crazy things politically. Why are they saying that? Why are they saying that? Because they're, they're racist bastards? Because they're bigots? Because they're idiots? Or because they're in so much pain they don't know what to do? We're caught up in madness right now. The entire world is going over the cliff of madness. I'm not going over the cliff with the rest of humanity. Because it's madness. And that's not what Americans do. While the world goes over a cliff, we turn to each other. And we say we deserve better. 
We can do better. We are better. Our children deserve a future. Mankind deserves a future. And as bad as things are, we are still the last greatest hope for the whole world. If America falls into madness, the entire world loses its freedom. I don't believe one man can make America great again. Because that's not what made America great in the first place. But I do believe in making America great again. And America is great because America is good. So let's serve each other. Let's listen to each other. Let's do everything we can to heal the wounds, as Abraham Lincoln said, with charity for all and malice toward none. And let's get on the phones right now and call your congressman, call your senator and say, pass a damn tax cut now. Pass the tax cuts now. You're afraid of being seen going against Donald Trump? It's not Donald Trump. It's what Donald Trump said. Tax cuts, immigration reform, and repealing Obamacare. Do it now or you're going to have one really bad 2018. Back in a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. We should learn a little bit from progressives. Overwhelm the system. All we ha- right, Why yes. hasn't the House already passed uh, tax reform, passed immigration reform, passed these things, make the border stronger, do the things now while everyone's focused on what Donald Trump's kid is doing? Yep. Pa- Go it. Pass a flat tax. Pa- yeah, pass yeah. a flat tax. Pass a 15% flat tax and then yeah. let the Senate deal with it. Yeah. Why are you waiting for the Senate? We keep sending our troops over the hill one at a time. Of course, they're all going to get picked off. Send all of them. Pass all of these things. Trump will sign them. Democrats get do. It yeah. Yeah. Get it done. Yeah. You want to help the do. president. You really want to help the president. You want you want him to win in Give him 2020. Bills to sign. Give him bills to sign. Right now, he'll sign them. Mm-hmm. He will sign them. And, and his approval ratings will go up. Pass tax cuts. Real tax cr- cuts. Aggressive tax cuts. Don't wait for the media to be focused on this when it's the only issue you're trying to deal with. Pass it now while they're all talking about Russia and they're talking about health care. Pass tax reform. Pass Obamacare repeal right now. Pass it. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury.